I'm going to say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion. Hey, Uncle, how much you give me for this radio, huh? Now, this hot little old radio, man, is worth plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get, you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle, just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio, man. It's got a clear tone. Boy, that's, that's clear as a mother's old bell. Let me see. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother! Hey, Jim, what about TV? You like TV? What? Uh, new thing, Jim. Uh, television. Oh, pictures. Yeah! No, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody even knows how to talk. Ah. <laughs> Just grunt at each other. Babies that were sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the nightmares, to the running around the room when they disclose, to the latching on, to the crying and saying, Mommy, 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 don't go out, because if you go out, they're going to kill you. Threats, intimidation, fear. If you're going to stay cool, you got to wail. you got to put something down. you got to make some jive. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's all I'm saying. You're a bad man. Rejection of parental values. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft. Obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references. Rejection of friends. Preference for being alone. Meditation. Chanting. Use of new vocabulary. Is it the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a force for everything negative? There's two kind of laws, honey. One for the rich. And one for the poor. He sees all and knows all. He's wise. He's kind. He is fair. He loves truth and goodness. Listen, you screwheads. Here's a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hey, buddy. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Don't this show. Don't do it. voice inside now my head. I see it clearly. My whole life is pointed in one direction. I see that now. There never has been any choice for me. Don't do this show. The voice inside my head. Don't do this show. Keeps telling me not to do this show. Don't do it. Don't do this show. But I must do this show. Don't do it. I've been putting it off for far too long. Ever since I saw the cover of that Cosmopolitan, 
I knew I must do this show. Here it is today. Finally, you've waited this long for it. It took a new president to bring it about, but on Aerial View today, the myth of female orgasm, or do women fake it? I want you to know the phone lines are open only to female callers for the first portion of this program. And the number here is 201-678-7743. Now, let's try to keep a high tone to this program. So much has happened in the last two weeks since we were together, and I really would like to tell you all about it, but you're not interested in that. I mean, I'm barely interested in it, and it's my own life, so where does that leave you? I would say with absolutely no interest whatsoever. So instead, we open the airwaves to this delicate topic. At 201-678-7743, remember the best thing about being on the radio is that you are anonymous. No one knows who you are. Hell, you could even disguise your voice if you feel the need to. But let's get to the bottom of this here issue. I mean, is Cosmo right? Do more women fake it than don't? That was the contention of this article. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, hello, welcome to the air. Chris, I'm not a girl. That was immediately apparent. Well, I didn't know if you could tell. Listen, Chris, all I can tell you is this. First of all, no, there's no women out there, ladies, girls, or old ladies that are going to call your show and discuss this. They don't talk with guys. They talk with Oprah or with Phil, but they ain't, ain't going to talk with you about that that subject. Are you still there, Chris? Yes, I am. Uh, Chris, first of all, you're not going to be able to prove uh, that women have orgasms. There's no way to prove it. You can prove a guy has an orgasm. 
but you can't prove if a woman has an orgasm. I personally don't think women have orgasms. It's in the mind. You don't believe that there's actual physical things going on? No, there's no physical things going on because, Chris, you cannot prove to me that a girl has an orgasm. Can you can you give me the proof? Well, are you from Miss, uh, Missouri or something? No, I'm from Hoboken. Okay. Um, it's the same thing. Oh, is that the show me city? I didn't know you could say that on the word, uh, on, on, the, on the air. What did you just say? The show, the show me. Oh, I thought you said something else. Okay. Now, Hoboken is, uh, is the place to visit but not to live. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that to all my friends in Hoboken. Get out. Get out now. All right, well, so you've added very little to this program so far. Well, that's the idea of the program, Chris. Thank you. Bye-bye. I was wondering what the idea of this program was, and uh, I've been told now. The number here is 201-678-7743. Uh, it, I hope that gentleman's not right. I hope um, he's wrong that women only talk to Oprah about these sensitive topics. I mean, I'm a lot like Oprah. Um, for those of you who have never met me, I am a black woman. And I feel I can empathize and uh, certainly respond to women topics. We've talked about women topics before on this program. We've had uh, those great women on from Wham. And, you know, I tried to line up some specialists for this program, but I kept thinking, you know, I have access to a really large audience of specialists, you know, and, and you're all specialists in your own right. Why should I open up a book and go hunting for some female gynecologist or, or someone at a university or at a, you know, Masters and Johnson type clinic to tell me what you already know. What we're looking for here is your input. You are the WFMU audience. And um, once again, that number is 201-678-7743. So we'll give this um, another few more minutes. And if this fellow is right, if women are, are staying away in droves because I'm not Oprah, by then, we have to begin talking about what's happened to me in the last two weeks in my personal life, which would, would really be a disaster. I would sooner do a, a trading post-type show like Andy's on Wednesday, you know, where people call up and they swap babies for Chevrolets and things. So we may be, we may be forced to do that because this show is dependent on you. Welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. This is your friend Jody from Hoboken. <laughs> Hi, how are you? How you doing? I just tuned into your show and I'm driving on the highway and I just wanted to say that women do have orgasms, especially women in Hoboken. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad you chose not to remain anonymous. And I just pulled over on my way home from work to call you on a payphone and tell you that. <laughs> well, thanks for that. And now, Hoboken is not that helpful. It's not that what? Helpful. We we have a really bad connection. Did you say hell? H-E-L-L? Hell, full. S-U-L. I made it my own word. Oh, oh full of hell. 
as opposed to healthful. Okay. No, healthful. So, um, Jody, wh- why do you feel women won't talk to men about this subject? I mean, is it is it just a communication problem, or is it I me in particular? I talk to men about it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Just men you meet on the street and things? Sure, I'm an uninhibited. Uninhibited, <laughs> un- uninhibited gal. Okay. So, did you see the Cosmo article my show is based on, or do you read Cosmopolitan? I know. Uh, it's really hard to hear you. I'm like on a highway. <laughs> yeah, it sounds that way. Well, listen, why don't you go home and call us? Okay. All right. <laughs> See we'll, ya. we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yes? Great. Okay. The one woman who does call, first of all, she identifies herself. She says where she lives. Oh, boy. Oh, great. Okay. So, 201 This show is off to a... Um... <laughs> it's off to some kind of start. I... I'm really afraid to say what kind, for fear I might damn the rest of this program. Uh, okay, hang on just a minute. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, Hi. I was uh, listening a, to you the were program. Not a, you were not a girl. No, I'm not a girl. Okay. But, uh, you know, you, you can put me on the air or not. Uh, you are on the air, sir. I am already? Yes, you are. Uh, you got to turn your radio down. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, can you turn your radio down? Because I won't, I won't, I won't continue on with this. It's down. Okay, you were saying. I was saying. I think uh, just to reply to the, the other listener from Oboken that uh, I, I'm pretty sure women do have orgasm. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? That man is so wrong. He is so wrong. The man who called first. Oh yeah. Of course, honey. I pack. Of course women have orgasms, please. Okay. And I've had some of my best ones in Hoboken. Is this going to turn into a moratorium on Hoboken now? Of course not. I, okay. I, I don't even live there. I'm not interested in that, but that man is wrong. Okay, are you adopting a voice so you won't be recognized on the radio? Of course not. Okay. So you're a southern belle. I ain't no be- See, there you go. You men have to go put somebody somewhere. I just have a southern accent because I grew up there. Okay. Now, um, go a little bit more into detail. Keeping in mind, this is a family program on a family radio station. I'm not going to insult no families or anything, but look, okay. he's, man, you're going to get up all defensive and say, man, you know, that women don't have the orgasms, you don't want to have Okay, to. but have you faked it in the past because he's some guy? Yeah, no, uh, I, but if women fake it, you know why? Because they don't want to hurt men. Women think about men. They're worried about them. So that... They're going to make them feel good. Men, they're so insecure that if you go and say, honey, you didn't, you know, I'm I'm unhappy. This was no fun at all. Well, shoot, you know, that's going to make them all upset. And women in general are real nice. And they don't want to make their man upset. Mostly. Uh-huh. I, th- I think, I don't think, why else would a woman fake it? Hmm. Now, you, I mean, seriously, why would a woman say you think it's fun to sit home and sort of have a man passed out next to you and just sort of sit there and have a cigarette and don't even enjoy it? That's not what, you know, and, and it's then, no then fun. when men start working on a woman it's like no this. It's no fun at all. I've tried it. It's horrible. <laughs> you're well, right. Also, it's like, now, you know, men come on to you like they're some kind of, uh, you're, you're a car and like they're a mechanic and you're, they're going to try to fix you or something, working on you like an auto body. Now, that's now, now you sound like, you sound like You sound like Ms. Ross Perot Jr. now with all of the car analogies. Now. Get, getting under the hood and fixing what's wrong. So are you saying that men have, like, uh, or the men you've known are, are not really, they don't have the finesse, or, or what are you saying exactly? That no, they're... I'm just saying that men have to start listening to a woman, and that you have to start putting up, you know, get rid of all your defenses when you get under the covers. You can't, 
just put that stuff out the window because the two of you are just there, and you might as well have a nice time, and having a nice time is being relaxed. Just get rid of your defenses and get rid of your insecurities because, hell, everybody's got them. Well, that's, that's, that's very sage advice. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be any sage, but I'm just saying that that man was wrong and that mm-hmm. it's sort of silly. There's cosmopolitan things and everybody reading you, about them. Do you read Cosmo? No, nah, who, who reads that? I think women read that who don't know who they are. They want to come be some something or something. Well, you may, you may be on to something there. But anyway, I'm having my, I just wanted to come and say that. That's all I want to say. Okay, thanks for calling. Ciao now. Bye-bye. Uh, so two votes for Hoboken. Uh, as a place to live and a place to experience sexual ecstasy. Um, the number here is 201-678-7743. This uh, is the Aerial View program on WFMU Upsala College, East Orange. My name is Chris T., and boy, what two weeks I've had. Two weeks since I've seen you last. And uh, we, um, we, meaning you and I, have gone through some momentous changes, have we not? Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. The woman was absolutely right. Women fake it to protect men's egos. They do? Yeah, but not all the time. I mean, actually, they have that, or I want to verify also that they also do have orgasms. Um, But it's beyond physical. What do you you mean by that? Well... That's the the kind of statement that most men can't relate to. That's right. They can't relate to that because all they have... They're such craven slobs. Now, I wouldn't go that far. I would. <laughs> uh, you really are having a bad personal uh, two weeks. No. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. No. Men can't understand that because they just have this physical thing. They have this physical need. They've got to satisfy it. It's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and that's it. Uh-huh. Whereas women are much more in tune with nurturing and an emotional level, a spiritual level, as well as a physical level. So their orgasms are on a physical, spiritual, and a mental level. So we're missing out on two levels is what you're saying. Well, actually even more, because if you want to count the fact that we have two different types of orgasms. Okay, what are the two types? Okay, can I use clinical terms? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's the clitoral and there's the vaginal. Right. So, I mean, right off the bat, we already have um, a great deal of an advantage. And I think also that has to do a lot with, um, let's go back to the beginning of time when... Um, Boy, that's that's way back. Yeah. <laughs> Real far back. Um, where um, men probably um, perceive this as, um, how can I put this? I guess I want to say they're jealous of that fact, so they automatically dismiss it and say they don't have orgasms. How, what do they know? Okay, but this article that I saw appeared in a, in a quote-unquote women's magazine. Right, and it's, it, it appeals to those type of women to let them know that, hey, you know, you aren't the only, if you think that you're the only one that thinks well, it, keep in mind, I di- Keep in mind, I didn't read the article, so I don't... I mean, because I don't... Cosmos and Cosmopolitan? I don't go beyond the cover of Cosmo. I just saw this. Right. Yeah. Yes. Cosmo okay. As well, let me tell you something. Cosmopolitan is geared towards women. Oh, how can I put it? Um, Who are really low on self-esteem? Yeah. Yeah. And also low on men. 
Um, but how can I put this in a way? It's hard to get. It's hard. It is a communication problem because it's hard to get men to relate to that type of level. They just don't know it. So you mean men, if they got in touch with their feminine side, that's right, might understand women better. Definitely would understand. But wouldn't women. vice versa go? Um. Yeah, but women do get in touch with the men's side. They do. I mean, why do you think they join them in sports rallies and oh God, and drink is that beer getting, with them? <laughs> is that getting in touch with their masculine side? Is that it? Going to game? Oh, okay, well, I, well, well, that's just one way. There's many ways. There's okay. many ways of getting masculine, but it's much more fun to be feminine. <laughs> it's just easier. Okay, it's easier for you because you're a gal, though. I mean, right? Okay, yeah. gal. I love that word. Okay, thanks for calling. You're welcome. Uh, the number here is 201-678-7743. Hello, Hello, welcome to the air. Hello. 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 My name's Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Stephen? Uh, yeah. Can you go beyond the hello part now? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. She was mentioning on, on two levels uh, that uh, women experience uh, or uh, experience uh, orgasm. And I think, you know, maybe it could go further than that. And even searching into the masculine side of things about ejaculation during orgasm, that um, women can ex also experience that. And not many women are aware of that. Okay, so how do we help them become aware of this? Or how... How would you help them become aware of this? I don't know. Maybe open up to that idea of female ejaculation. Is this, is it really... Um... It's a scientific, yeah, I mean, it, it's been studied scientifically. It's a fact. It's, it's an actual mean. fact. I mean, it's not urination. Like any, any statement that begins with, it's a fact, has got me... You just pulled me right in. <laughs> start over again and say it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a scientific fact. Okay. Now continue on. Now the, uh, I mean, they've done this, these studies, and it's it's not urination. I mean, there's a small amount of urine involved with it, but the fluid is a, I guess a maybe a vaginal fluid or it's secreted from um, the walls, um, but it's an actual ejaculation. Okay. And. Uh, uh, that's what I think maybe women might be afraid of. I mean, if they say that they hold back orgasm or they fake orgasm, maybe they're afraid of actually, um, or they're oppressed by yes. the, you know, the, the, the actually... It's the, puzzling. In the, in sex. I don't think they're I've ever seen anything quite like they, this before. They can't free themselves up in, in, in a situation to experience that, um, possibly. Okay, well, let's try to get some more uh, women on the phone, and maybe they'll have an answer for Great. This. Thanks for calling. That would be great. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello. Say, you're not, a, you're not a woman. I know, but I have orgasms, and I'm a man. Put me on. Thanks for calling. 201-678-7743 is the phone over here. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Um, first off, that uh, that woman... If if masculine is drinking beer, that's wrong because I'm a woman and I drink beer and I'm feminine. And that's, to me, not the right thing to say about being masculine and or feminine. Because I think a lot of the problem between men and women having 
worried about having an orgasms in front of each other or all this nonsense about, or even if women have orgasms and if they have to fake it and whatnot, that um, it's got a lot to do with, I think, the power structure in society and that often women are attacked by men and that sometimes making love with a man can seem like an attack as well in one way, shape, or form because visually all over society women are being attacked sexually. They are put up as an object all over the place Okay, well, what do you think of um, this uh, notion that's put forth sometimes that uh, women s secretly desire to be attacked or to be raped because it removes the decision-making process and uh, allows them to feel not responsible for what's taking true. place? I think that's absolutely true. Uh-huh. I mean, in the new book, Sex, the Madonna book, there are, there are tableau. There, it features a tableau of Madonna being raped in a gym. Uh, two guys on a basketball court are pulling her clothes off. And, and, right. Okay, and Madonna's she, a whole other subject because she's a woman who has... She's redefined. She's uh, redefined. She's taken control of her sexuality and said, here I am, and I'm sexual. She's and, taken control over it and presented it to us just the way we want to see it. In a lot, well, because she's, very, she's love, very manipulative and she's very, she's very opportunistic. The guys love the way she's taking control of it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I mean, the, the thing about the rape thing, about what you're saying that it relinquishes control, is very true, I think, because for so long, women weren't allowed to have a sexuality. Women, you were a slut if you were had a sexuality, and that mm -hmm. was the problem with the whole Pretty Woman movie and everything, was that okay. women have to have sexuality. Pretty Woman is such a great message movie. It proves oh, that if you are a whore... Exactly. You can that have, you can meet a millionaire and get married. But that, see, but that's... The, for teenage, for young girls who grow up in a place where you're denied sexuality, naturally, of course, you develop a sexuality, and then... What do you do with it? Well, the only way you can get laid is if you're get raped or if you're a prostitute. Because then you kind of, if you're a prostitute, you have to do it for money, and it's out of your control. So those are really sad. Or if you're Amy commentary. Fisher, you could keep smashing up your car and seeing the guy at the auto repair place. You know, she they said that she smashed up, she kept smashing up her car just so she could she could see Joey Budafuco oh, because he, oh. he owned he owned like a body a body shop and. She was smashing up her car on a regular basis. You're talking yeah. about this Fisher thing now. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's a very sad commentary. So that when Cosmo, which is a really another sad commentary on our society, it's such a trash magazine. And if you read the articles through there, the message that it's putting out is for the women to, the way they should take control of their lives, if it's considered a woman's magazine of feminism, the message that they're putting out is, Take control by manipulating cute, and screwing up men every no, way possible. Well, the, the message is be cute and be available. I mean, be, it be sexual, but, but and it's it's be nasty. It's it's really not. It's it's um it preys on people's insecurities and not making them be strong human beings and going out as a man's equal. They're going out as being a, a sex object object and sort of you know put a man under your your heel and and tell them what you want, but yet you really can't do that because the man's ultimately in control and it. Your whole life is geared around getting a man. Is what the magazine sort of portrays. It's um, it's just you know we're we're not we're not um in an equal society. Men and women are not yet equal. So that when you're naked in bed, there you are, and the roles that are played in life end up there too. You can't throw it all out. You can. Well, what effect does this have on uh, a woman's ability to? I mean, you know, when the, in the seventies, in the mid seventies, when all these these articles came out about multiple orgasms and and all of these um, studies that show that uh, you know women have the key to unlock you know vast territories of of sexual pleasure heretofore unexplored. 
you know, um, a lot of women felt uh, like, well, what am I missing out on? I mean, what am I inferior in some way? What, what's wrong with me that I'm not experiencing all these things? Is it, is it still that way? I mean, is it possible that uh, we're just we haven't moved from that at all? I think I think what was the explosion in the '70s was like a sexual release. It was like a massive orgasm for a woman just to have be given the notion that they can have they can have, have sexuality, they can be sexual, that they can be human beings and have sex and not be considered complete outcasts of society. That that was so sort of it's suddenly this huge explosion of you can do all these wonderful things when it comes down to it it always takes two and that it involves a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or a man and a man but it's just you have to it, it's ultimately about two human beings that have to understand each other to accomplish or to accomplish that's the wrong word because that gets back to like you're you know it's like it's just clinical and physical things where the other woman who was talking about the fact that it's on other levels the spiritual it's not just, I don't think that's just limited to women. I think men can feel that too. You just have to be able to let go of all of what's around you every day of the power structure and say, I'm a man, but I can, I can give up my, my control and my power. I can, I can whimper. I'm a man, but I, I... It's not, see, but that's right. See, you, you think that saying, let this other person do I something... I whimper all the time. But see, you're saying it's whimper. Whimper is a bad. That has a bad connotation. No, I don't think so at all. I enjoy. Well, whim- I enjoy whimpering. Well, then I, that's I, great. But I whimper quite openly. <laughs> I am whimpering now. Well, look at no. you. Get a lot of date calls. I don't know. <laughs> uh huh. So, um, so uh, let me give the number out here again. It's two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. This is WFMU. The program is Aerial View. It's six thirty on the button, and at seven, uh, up comes Fabio. Uh, so anyway, our discussion uh, this evening is about uh, the myth of female orgasm, and the subtitle was, or do women fake it? Now, do you feel, part two of that question, do you feel that you've faked it on occasion? Or, I mean, not feel, you you would know if you had, it, just to ensure the you know that some man's ego isn't lost forever. Absolutely. When I was younger, absolutely. That was sort of part and parcel with thinking, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to hurt this person because it's very clear right off that this is, um, the man feels like it's a performance, that he's got to be, to be a man, he's got to accomplish certain things. And I don't think it's necessarily to really give a woman an orgasm. I think it's necessarily just to be good in bed and that, that somewhere along the line, sure, woman orgasm is thrown in there, but it's, I think an awful lot of the time it's more wrapped up in his performance, which Depending on the individual, it's all different. How, many, I, how many men have asked you after uh, the sex act, how many men have asked you for uh, an appraisal of their performance? I think people who are very insecure would, would ask that. and Because it would be very evident for a man to say, it's very clear when a woman has an orgasm most of the time. Because, like other people have called in, it's women have orgasms, period. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that... When they do, it's it's just about as evident as when a man does. And when, I mean, especially in this day and age with safe sex, that I, hopefully people aren't just sort of rolling into bed with a stranger and then walking away from them. Usually you'd be in a bed with somebody who you can actually have some kind of discussion, not even a discussion, but it would be very... To be very clear, you know them. You know them on at least a first name basis. Exactly. Okay. Hopefully, or All at right. least a fake first name basis. All but right. you know, 
But um, but you can discuss those things. But women right. definitely fake or had fake orgasms, and they still, of course, fake orgasms because we're not in a perfect uh, situation. You still feel that you have to surrender your what's the word I'm looking for? Not will, but you have to. You can't just turn around and say, "Hey, you were." Hey, that really. You stank. That was that. Not, see, that's what it would be like. Yeah, one would want to say, "Oh, you stank," like it was his fault because it's also a woman's fault not to let him know what she likes. Uh huh. And I think also not to make it because here we're talking about all like this nice discussion as though you're sort of sitting down. To we're the having coffee. a very nice discussion, I think. Because I think Madonna and all these other things is really important because it's it's a hell of a lot of fun to go nuts and play out all these weirdo different roles of being whipped chained and yeah. you know I, the whole works what worries me about it is just that I, I Madonna in attempting to redefine her own sexuality I think is going to have this influence on, on impressionable uh, young women especially who haven't yet decided how they want to express their sexuality but that's always the case that's always been the case and now we're just getting in a new f and that's the case with any you open your eyes every day you wake up you're going to get influenced by something i think what madonna does is not the worst i think if anything it's it's better than what um all right she's, she's sort of like a flip play on marilyn monroe it's i just think that she she is real evidence very strong evidence of a person who wants their cake and eat it too I think she's trying. Oh, she has, she's she really, plays. She plays both ends against the middle, and not to turn this into a discussion on Madonna because I really don't want to. Um, she plays both ends against the middle, and she does it very well, of course. She's sold out to a certain extent, I think. Or, but she's also she's very calculating. I mean, I think she doesn't. She's doing everything very intentionally, and she knows how to turn a buck. Let's say that for right, Madonna. Right. Exactly. Not um, to make her sense, but right. But and. Um, which is really cynical. But anyway, okay. Listen, let me get this other call here. Yes. Thanks okay. for calling. <laughs> Feel free to call back later after you've gone looked through the Madonna book. Uh, hello, welcome to the air. Hey, how's it going? It's going just swell. Oh, um, this is good. So the, I had I missed like a few minutes of your show because I had to like go from the car to like inside the house. Mm -hmm. But the news is really ugly. See, most guys. I hate to say it because I like guys a lot, and I've fucked with like a lot of guys, so I, I I know most guys are such lousy lovers. But that's why they don't know if women have orgasms or not. Uh-huh. Okay, so what should they do to improve? What should they do to improve? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. You should just get to know the woman really well. Because, like, that's the only... I think intimacy is, like, the most important factor. Like, caring and intimacy. Like, if the guy really, really, really wants to make the woman come, he could do it if he's really, really patient. But okay. most guys don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. And the stamina. And the stamina. Right. The key the key things. And caring. Like it really helps if the guy actually likes you or not. That makes a big difference. So he has to have stamina? Mm-hmm. He has to have patience. Yes. He has to care. That's a very big one. He has to that's care. A, that's a big one. And he has to like you. Or did we already say that? Well, I think that might fall into the caring catalog. Okay. But he, actually, it might be selfish. You see, he might be, for selfish reasons, he might want to make a woman come, right? As opposed to him actually caring about the woman. Okay. So. All right. Thanks for calling. Sure. Uh, the number here is 201-678-7743. This is Ariel View on WFMU, Uppsala College, East Orange.
We are skeptical ourselves, and we are running cross-checking routines to determine reliability of this conclusion. Sorry about this little snag, fellows, and we'll get this info to you just as soon as we work it out. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, I was calling in about the show that I was listening to. You're listening to it, and you're on it right now. Oh, right. Um, That's why I say, welcome to the air. Okay. I have to close the door so I don't hear myself twice. Um, what I was saying about the about faking it mm-hmm. is that it's, I don't think women want to fake it, but sometimes it's just easier to fake it. Sometimes when you're not feeling like doing it, mm-hmm. it's just easier... Now, what what do you need to feel like doing it? What do you what what do you need specifically? I mean, what well, what has to be happening? It, well, it's a sexual thing. I mean, it's an, it's a, it's a motivation, and when you're when you're with, uh, I guess I'm speaking about when you're with a partner over a long, you know, like when you're married. But what mo- what motivates you? I mean, attraction or what? or physical an urge. Okay, what is a component of that urge? What are the components of that urge? I mean, I think that's very personal. I think you know every person has a different attraction. But there's a drive. If we agree that there's a sexual drive that yeah, uh-huh. that that it exists for the purposes of procreation, to continue the species, that the genes cry out because the only thing they want is to continue. Life must go on. And at the at the very at the very the most basic level, that's all genes want is to continue. Right, but that has nothing to do with sexual desire because humans. It has, it has unlike, everything. To well, do no, no, with no. It. I mean, it has everything to do with sexual desire, but humans, unlike every other animal on the face of the earth, uh, have this have delayed gratification, and that's why there is that's why peop, human beings have sex without with birth control, so that it in order to to enjoy themselves without procreating. Um, okay, but do you think that the chicken came before the egg or vice versa? I mean, if you're saying that the sexual act is pleasurable, was the pleasure is the pleasure a part of that just so that we would we would procreate? I mean, no, I think it's separate. I think that animal animals procreate without that pleasure. How do you know they're not experiencing pleasure? Well, I mean, how do you well, I don't know, but I, mean, I know that they don't have birth control. Maybe but they just want birth control. I did. I think I. I don't know actually. How, they don't. How do they, I know? they do have birth control. Their birth control is after the fact. Uh-huh. They, they have. Kids. Uh, they have. La- most animals have large litters because most of them don't survive. Okay. Most of the litter does not survive. Anyway, I want to get. I was getting back to to faking it. Okay. Um, I, I, just in terms of, of a woman said earlier that women never fake it. And and why would a woman want to fake it? And I was just saying that sometimes it's it's not even so much faking it. It's just sometimes it's 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 a woman has that prerogative. A man can't, you know. A woman, a man can't fake it. Right. Okay. Now, um, you've you've faked it on occasion, and when you faked it, was what was in the back of you? What what were you thinking at the time? Were you thinking I can't let this person know? How he's disappointed me, or I don't want to hurt this person because I like them, or what was going on, or I'm not in the mood for this. Yeah, I'm not oh. in the mood, and it's not worth getting involved in a discussion as to why I'm not in the mood. It's just easier to to let it finish. To to be used and and to pretend I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, because another thing is that for women, uh, another one was saying is that the orgasm isn't the only uh, only aspect of a sexual encounter, and it can be very it can be very pleasurable to a woman, and not and a woman cannot have an orgasm, and still it can be pleasurable. I mean, it's okay. not like you're just sitting there waiting for it to be over. Right. So. Anyway. Whereas with men, it it must culminate. It must culminate in a specific act. Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying? I yeah. Mean, okay. Anyway, so that's women, what I want to say. So has it come down to, like, men can't cuddle? Is that it? Or they don't want to cuddle? I mean... Well, I don't know. I think men can cuddle after they've ejaculated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to go. I want to listen to the rest of the call. So thank you very much. You have to go? Yeah. Is, is somebody in the house? Bye. I, I, I think I was on to something there. Okay. All right, so her husband slash lover was in the next room and getting very upset. I have no control over that. The only thing I can do here is push the buttons that put you on the air at 201-678-7743. And, hey, if you have any junk you want to unload, too, you know, do it here. We'll do our own little trading post segment of the program. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Hi. Uh, there's a point about uh, female ejaculation that I, has been overlooked, and, uh, and it makes me certain that it exists because it's delicious. Hello, welcome to the air. Chris? Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, am I on the air? Yes. Oh. Um, listen, I want to say that first, I agreed with the decision that you made first to only accept women's calls, and I think you should have stuck with it. However... Uh, I'm not a woman. But but not being Oprah, I'm not really getting the response I I wanted to get. Right. But I was just going to say, I heard that one uh, woman say that men can't fake orgasm. And I have to say that I have done that. And um, I hope I'm not the only male in the whole world. Mm-hmm. You have? Yes. Okay. Did you do this so as not to hurt somebody? Well, sort of... Um, or to be sensitive to somebody, or... Yeah, yeah, sort of. I guess that's all I'm going to say about it. I just wanted to, to just say that some men do it, and, um, you know, uh, we do it with the best intentions. Ah, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's it. This show was once subtitled, The Road to Hell. Great. I have to go back to that. Thanks. Okay, bye. 201-678-7743. is the phone number here. My name is Chris T. And welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I wanted to actually... Um, I hear myself echoing. Can I go turn this down? Yes. Oh, hold on. Please do. Please turn that down. 
Okay. Uh, I have to call you back someone's at the door. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, no, hold You're on. You're kidding, hold on. right? Okay, well, I'll just sit here and uh, I'll play a word game with the audience. Okay, complete the sentence. Um, this next caller is... Hello? Yeah, hello. Hello. Yes? Yeah, hi. Okay. Okay, yeah, what I wanted to know is basically, uh, is, um, you know, because a lot of guys have been calling, I think it's kind of good because I've heard a lot of different stuff. Um, <laughs> I feel kind of funny now because my, quote, lover has walked in. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, please. Oh, I can't stand another interruption. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Hold on a second. Richard. Um, my uh, lover is in the room, so okay. I, I feel free to talk in front of him, which I think is good in any relationship. Okay. Um, I'm just calling to say that, uh, yes, I have faked orgasms, and the reason is because I just do not have vaginal orgasms. I don't disbelieve other women that it can happen and does happen, but, you know, as a sexually active woman, it's just something that, doesn't happen for me. Okay, what about the other kind? Oh, the other kind, yes, I can, but, you know, there's a lot of patience involved. There's also, although I hate to admit it as a, quote, independent woman of the 90s, whatever that means, mm -hmm. but uh, the truth of the matter is it's, it's difficult to teach a man what you want, and it's also kind of embarrassing. So the sisters and, are doing it for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, a lot of times, it's I think embarrassing. How long have you known this guy? You're embarrassed now, still. Oh well, How, well, I'm not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> okay, so with Richard, you're not embarrassed. With Richard, I'm not. Embarrassed. Very good. So you have a full, active sex life. Well, you know, as as often as I can muster up the interest. Oh, Richard's happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> he's sitting, probably he's sitting by the radio. Right okay. Now. Okay, we better let you go before you get into more trouble. Okay. Uh, thanks for calling. Okay. Two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three is the phone number here. Ever Hello. Since Eve sold Adam that apple, it's... Hello, welcome to the air. Chris, how yes. you doing? Okay. Uh, just in support of that one guy, I faked an orgasm myself once. Um, were you by yourself though? No. Okay. <laughs> when I'm by myself, I never fake. But um. You're only fooling yourself then. <laughs> right. Anyway, the other issue I wanted to bring up was. Um, the definition of the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Yeah, well... So you wanted to bring up what? The, um, uh, the issue of women's participation in the orgasm. Okay. Like, there's all this talk about performance of the man, performance of the man, and I just want to bring up the issue of, of women sort of making their own moves to uh, get, get to where they're going. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I just wanted to throw that Boy, in. Boy, you're being obtuse, and I guess you have to. But, you know, we may be looking at a new head of the FCC, considering the, the head of the FCC is a presidential appointee. This new administration might mean the end of Al Sykes' tenure in Washington Absolutely. as head of the FCC. We can only hope if you write enough letters to President-elect Bill Clinton. Well, I'm out of work. Sure. You know, start a letter-writing campaign. Say you want, you want to get rid of him. Okay, so so you're being obtuse, but I know what you're saying, and I guess the audience does too, sure is do. that in terms of self-satisfaction, women can realize more through self-manipulation than with a male partner or... No, with the partner. The partner's there. I'm not talking about, you know, what we were talking about before. 
Um, uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. You know, this reminds me of when, when, when Norman Bates would try to say the word bathroom. <laughs> you know, and, and just have enormous difficulty. There was a, a Freudian block. And, and we all feel like the FCC is, um, is, is, is a psychiatrist, and you're afraid to say certain things to them. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I, I know I what you're saying. My phone right Believe now. me, I know what you're saying, and everybody out there knows what you're saying, and God bless you. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for calling. Man. Take it easy. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. I just would, I have a question for the women, if there's any other women callers that are going to be calling in before this show's over. Um, I've heard women say that uh, men, uh, well, sexuality is kind of um, defined by men. You know, what, what we expect from women or the sexual roles or, you know. I haven't, I haven't heard that. Did somebody say that? Well, not necessarily on this show. Okay. But uh, I've heard it. I've heard it said by women that, uh, you know, just the whole, I guess, world of sexuality is really um, defined by men. We, you know, we uh, make up the, you know, I guess the roles and whatever is supposedly how it's done. Okay, so your point being? And if they say that that's, that's true um, and that there's a different is an alternative or something that they want to create or define, I'd like to know what it is. Oh, what about a woman's definition of sexuality? Exactly. That's, oh. Well, that's what I'm asking if there's women callers out there that want to answer that. Mm, okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. There, you've had it put to you. The gauntlet has been thrown down. 201-678-7743 is the phone number to pick that up. Pick up that gauntlet. Listening to WFMU Upsala College East Orange. This program is Aerial View. Today's topic: the myth of female orgasm, or do women fake it? And uh, that's stolen from a recent issue of Cosmopolitan. The number here is two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. 
As always, your calls are an integral part of this program. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Hi. Um, well, I'd just like to kind of talk about the need for a woman to have an orgasm, because I, I actually enjoy much more to just have sex longer and kind of prolong that, and often it doesn't end in orgasm, but that's much better. You mean like what me. Aleister Crowley called sex magic <laughs> with a K? <laughs> I'm talking longevity here. That's Well, that's what he called it. Okay. He, he called it sex magic with a K. <laughs> Which was like hours upon hours upon hours. That's that's kind of my choice. Uh-huh. But I also would like to say that the first time that I really knew I experienced an orgasm was kind of the most... It, it's just never quite reached that level. I mean, maybe it was just the fact that it was the first time, but it just seems like... Every time since, it just hasn't been as intense. The first time was the best time? The first time was the best time. Isn't that kind of strange? That's sad. It's it's a little sad. I don't mean the first time um, I had sex. The first uh-huh. time that I, like, clearly, clearly had, like, a, you know, uh, a okay. big orgasm. The, the big O. <laughs> the big O. All right. So, so... So, uh, so, have, so I guess maybe, I don't know. Well, may, let, let me ask you this. What's that? Uh, and And... Trying to skirt all around the issue, of course, but what do you feel was different about that particular episode or, or that uh, that evening? Was it an evening? Uh, it was. Okay. What was different about that evening than, than evenings that have followed mm. or came before it? Mm. What was it that made this that one so memorable? Oh, boy. I, I mean, it, was it just it being the first or was there some other No, no, I'm sure. Was it the music? No. <laughs> No, no. I mean, obviously the person was key to it as well, but uh-huh. but further related. It was with... Axl Rose. <laughs> no, you found me out. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, because I've had further relations with that same person, but and, it, uh... and the magic was never the same. Again. No, but it's a different kind of magic. So I guess my point is that it, it's just like you shouldn't strive for just this one. Uh, kind of stated and result. I mean, it can be special in many different ways. Uh huh. Okay. So, what have we concluded here? Just to sum up. <laughs> you want me to tell you? Oh yeah. Sum up this. Pro- well, sum up your own call first, and then sum up this program. <laughs> We've only got five minutes. Okay. Left my program. conclusion is that uh, orgasms are not necessary for women, and that there can be just as much pleasure. Um, and other... so, so you can enjoy the ride just as much as getting to the destination. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, okay. Chris. Um, and, and for me, uh, I don't know, I had one very memorable time that I, it has not replicated. So. It's, so, it's so sad. <laughs> it really is. Um, well, I'm not sad about it, but I thought I would share it. Thanks. Thanks for sharing and for caring. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Uh, hello, welcome to the air. Oh, I'm I'm on the air. Yes, you are right now, this very right. moment. Okay. As soon oh, as I said it, you were me. on the air. Wait, I do have to turn the radio down. You must. Uh, I have a delayed reaction on the radio. Um. Uh. First of all, what did that guy say who called a little while ago and he had a question because somebody called just then. He had a question. Yeah, he had a question for women, you know, and and he was stated it on the radio. I would have to listen to the tape. 
of oh, this program. Okay, can't and I'll remember. Could, I could tell you next week. Okay. It obviously, didn't make much of an impact on me, or I would have remembered it. All right. I th you're talking about the fellow who's asking for a, fe a a feminine definition of sexuality. Oh, is that what he asked? I think so. Oh, forget it. I, I don't know how to answer that one. I mean, I'm, but I um uh let's see what was I going to say um oh yeah first of all I just want to say that you know it's men have have really have to turn that off um. Men are in a really different situation because, uh, you know, they can't fake it like women can, even though I hear now that some but men... But we've had a man it. who said he has faked it. Yeah, they, 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 do, they, can, they, can, fake, they can fake it, I think, if the woman's Especially not in this era aware. of safe sex, you can fake it. Of what? Of, oh, of you're safe sure. sex. Yeah, I suppose, until you take the rubber off. Well, what are you going to do? Say, here, look in this? Well, hey, I mean, no. Okay. No, but I mean, you know, it sort of usually kind of drips out when, you know... You take it off, but all right. They can take it. They can take it to a certain degree. But <laughs> Who have you been dating? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I I haven't been. Maybe. Okay. Um. So so the point being. Well, it's just that you know it just seems like you're putting yourself down a lot, and probably a lot of guys do be because. Because who else does it better? Who I'd else say, does it, what? Yeah, who else does it better? I mean, if you can't put yourself down really well, I mean, who else can? Well, it's good to be able to, um, that's sort of true, yeah, except that I think that's one of the problems, you know, because men are so sensitive, and, like, I faked orgasms before because I'm afraid that, you know, if the guy doesn't think that, you know, then he won't, he won't be able to get it up, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so that's one thing I wanted to say. I mean, okay, and the other thing is that, um, the woman that talked about, she, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I guess there's three kinds of orgasms, but hmm. having a vaginal orgasm, from what I'm hearing here on the radio, is it three or four, you know? Yes. But um, I think that having a vaginal orgasm, you really, really have to be connected with the person that you're with. I, for myself, that's been my experience, because that's sort of like really being connected to being really vulnerable. And, and I, I take it you, you, you mean more than handcuffed to the person you're with, right? You mean actually like spiritually connected and <laughs> yeah, emotionally really, emotionally connected and not just physically connected, okay. Yeah, I really wanted to be, be totally receptive to that person, yeah. Okay. And um, Listen, I got to run. Okay. I really hate to do this to you. I got to go. Um, thanks for calling. Okay. It's like the first and last time I'll ever do that. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, that's it. The product I got to go. I got to go. Okay. That's it for this program. Fabio is here next. Uh, this has been Aerial View on WFMU, Upsala College East Orange. And uh, let's just, you know, leave them with a song is what I say. Leave them, leave them with a tune. All right. We'll be back next week. Fabio is next. Girl, don't come. You've been stood up. Some distant